County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Hello, we are back. This is the next episode of Where We Landed, a podcast that talks about Grant County and all of the great stories we have in our community. I am joined today by Scott Miller. hey And Iris Brenner. You totally I took stole your thing. my name, I know. <laughs> I was intentional. <laughs> I was Heyo. <laughs> and I'm Alicia Hazelwood, and we've got Kylie Jackson running the board for us today. So, Iris, I'm going to, as many of our listeners know and are used to, we've got fun questions to kind of break into the episode. So, what do you got on tap for us today? Well, I have this really cool game that uh, Kylie brought in for us. Zabmondo? I don't know what that is. That's the brand, but it they're Would You Rather cards. Mm. Um, so we are going to do a couple of those, and we definitely would like our guest today to chime in on what she would rather. <laughs> um, so the first one I'm going to do um, is, would you rather drive 50 miles with a car full of digital alarm clocks beeping or... Drive the same distance with four styrofoam coolers, which constantly rub against each other, creating that annoying squeaking sound. I would totally do the squeaking. I can't do repetitive noises and the alarm clocks would drive me crazy. Yeah, I I would do the alarm clock. So that other thing that kind of makes my back creep. That's Kylie cringed immediately. (laughs) All right. Our guest, go ahead. What would you rather? Alarm clocks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one that's not buying. <laughs> no, I'm doing the styrofoam coolers because Paige leaves like stopwatches in my car all the time, and it makes us all bananas. Been there, done yeah. that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Life of a track coach wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Okay. Next one. Would you rather being known for being cheap or being a crybaby? Cheap. Yeah, I'm cheap. <laughs> cheap. <laughs> what about you, Iris? I'm like, what if I'm both? <laughs> Cry at everything, and I don't like paying full price for anything. So, but yeah, cheap. I'd go cheap. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. We're all on the same that's page funny. with that one. Okay, what about this one? We're getting a little deeper. Would you rather be temporarily invisible or temporarily invincible? Oh, oh. Invisible. There are so many conversations I want to listen in on. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. we were off the air just listening to phone calls that people didn't hang up on. It was interesting, <laughs> um, but I'd be invincible. Ooh, what would you do with invincibility? Yeah, that's good. Um, what wouldn't you do? Yeah, mm. I don't know what I wouldn't do, but <laughs> what I would do is probably um, get my way a lot more. Yes. Um, <laughs> whatever that looks like. We're, we're, they're definitely listening to us now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scott. All right. What would you do, guest? Uh, um, hmm. I'm usually a fan of invisibility, but in this case, I think invincibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could maybe invisible. It might be nice to be invisible for a little bit. I try to do that like when I go to the grocery store sometimes. Mm, Like, can I get in and get out? But no. And I mean, your kids wouldn't see you and you could like just relax and hang out. Girl, yes. 
Girl, yes. That was kind of over the last two years with COVID when you had to wear the masks, you could kind of be a little bit invisible. You could. So It really helped my fix your face thing that I've got going on. So (laughs) Kyla kicks me under the table at meetings like your face is saying everything you don't want to verbalize right now. (laughs) The mask, put on a pair of glasses, and you're like... Hey, I got my dose of invisibility. This was is I cool. even here? Uh, it looks <laughs> like John Cena. You can't see me. <laughs> it looks like you have one more. I have hours. one more. This is my last one. Um, would you rather have to spend a month with no explanation wearing a cape everywhere you go or wearing an eye patch and carrying a walking stick? <laughs> I'm choosing a cape. Would cape. you? Yeah, I'd probably go with the eye patch and walking <laughs> stick. Are you serious? Like a pirate. <laughs> that's such a good one i mean the cape's kind of like a costume so i feel like people might expect it with me they'd be like oh she's just like doing a thing but the, the eye patch and the cane Scott literally Could just made me cry because i was laughing so hard it's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one i don't know all right oh my goodness did you answer? Oh, Lisa? did I answer? No, because I was laughing the entire time. <laughs> um, I would probably do a cape. Yeah. I don't want to lose my depth perception. <laughs> Ooh, right, right. Uh, All oh, right. Boy. Well, I'm going to introduce our guest today. Some of you may have already recognized her voice or her giggle. Um, but um, I'm going to start. So she's uh, actually been around the world. And um, I'm going to start with the farthest place that she's been. So she spent three months in Japan touring with death metal bands, one of them called Suffocation and the other <laughs> Napalm Death. I saw, thought it was all one at one time, but uh, Suffocation and Napalm Death. So that was, uh, that was her trip uh, halfway around the world. Then she spent some time in uh, Europe volunteering in, English immersion, in an English immersion project for six weeks. Um, so she definitely has a heart for people and uh, <laughs> and for uh, and for travel. And then finally, and this is how many of you may know her, she is the former St. Patrick's Day Queen of Folkies. <laughs> and uh, I believe this episode's going to air on uh, St. Patrick's Day. So uh, this is Loretta Tappan. So please join me in welcoming Loretta to the show. So Hello. yay! yay. <laughs> With a shout out to Folkies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've had Steve on the show, and everybody's like, "We need to hear him again." Yes, so, awesome. so good. That was a good episode. So, Loretta, would you be open to just kind of walking our listeners through your story? And <laughs> I know that it started. At least I think it started in the southern part of the United States. But maybe walk us through that, and then how you got here to uh, to Grant County. <sighs> So I knew I was coming here and I've thought about this because I knew this question was coming and I'm like, okay, what's a good way to tell this story? And there really isn't one. So <laughs> all right, we're all in. Let's so go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you don't have to air this. <laughs> Which means we absolutely will. <laughs> but I was born in Alabama and there until I was in the 11th grade. And I always, always wanted to move. Like I was the kid when you wrote down on the piece of paper, what do you want to do when you grow up? I said, I just want to travel. And then they would say, well, in order to travel, you have to like have a job that makes money that allows you to afford to travel. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get an RV. 
and I'm going to work a job until I have money to go to the next place in my RV where I will work a job until I have money to go to another place <laughs> in my RV. I love and that it. was my it's plan. It's a great plan. Like, ten, it's like, yeah, great plan. I don't know, it's just what I wanted to do. So my dad got a job. Time Warner Cable is what it was at the time. He worked for cable the year that my mom um, got pregnant with me. He got this job in the cable company and he worked it to this day. So that company sold and he was moved to Mississippi. He gave us the option. He said, who wants to go? And I was immediately in. It was, I was in the 11th grade. And so when I tell the story, people are like, oh, you had to move your 11th grade year. And I'm like, I had a choice. Like I wanted to go with my dad and experience Mississippi. (laughs) 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 So I moved my 11th grade year and we went to Grenada, Mississippi. And then the, um, his boss there moved from Alabama with him to Mississippi. And then he got an opportunity in Tennessee and he asked my dad if he wanted to go with him. So we moved again my senior year. And again, people are like, oh, and I'm like, I don't know, I wanted to do it. (laughs) And I loved all my friends. It wasn't like I just needed to get out of there. I just was more focused on where we were going and experiencing that something new. I've just always been about that. So we moved to Tennessee for my senior year, and we went to two different high schools. I w- so this is four high schools throughout right. your high school right. career. Right, so Grenada High School was the second one. Thomas, uh, no, 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 Harrogate School, which was actually a K through 12 school. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was interesting. There was like 13 people in the senior class. So I oh, moved wow. to the school with like 12 other seniors. You were I got to know everybody super quickly. It was like, hey, y'all. It was interesting. And we, then- we got kicked out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents had to move us to another school. We didn't move. We just had to move schools because we now weren't. The, the we walkers weren't out. allowed there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was it you that got kicked out? Or was it This was time it combo? was my brothers. Uh-huh. My, sure. my brothers. It's always the brothers. The brothers. So... I'm not claiming innocence. I've done my fair share of things. I have two brothers, same parents, and then I have uh, another brother and sister, same mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this was the three of us. Okay. My other brother and sister still live in Alabama. So our next school was Thomas Walker High School, which was in Ewing, Virginia, where we lived in Tennessee was on the Cumberland Gap Line. So it was Tennessee... Virginia, Kentucky. Hmm. So that's where I graduated. And then my cousin who lives in Kettering, Ohio, Hmm. she's like, Hey, I'm buying this house in Dayton. I think you should come. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. I didn't have any. You just wanted to travel. I just wanted still senior wanted to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Saving up for the RV. Right. (laughs) So I uh, moved to Dayton to live with my cousin and I got a job cable company, um, which was kind of another joke because my dad, my dad's brothers and my cousin all worked for the cable company. Um, so it was like I was getting into the family business, but I was also kind of like, eh, this is just temporary. Like, thank you for the opportunity. Saving for the RV. Saving for the RV. <laughs> yeah. I really like held on to that. So I was in Dayton for a little while and I met this death metal band. <laughs> <laughs> Was it suffocation? <laughs> and it was, well, at the time, 
Uh, it was neither of those. <laughs> okay, there's more. But, <laughs> it was internal bleeding. <laughs> so how did you meet a death metal band? Like, how do yeah. you end up in an environment where you're like, hi, I met this death metal band? <laughs> So my, I'm familiar with Dayton, so yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> a yeah. little concerned I, about the areas you were in. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the venue, um, but I wasn't I wasn't of age to be in the venue yet. So I know that I had to borrow a girl named Abby's ID to get in. This is terrible. Listen borrow. to us. This is not terrible. She it's said fine. borrow. Borrowed. I gave it back. It wasn't we all Abby. have a story. So you yeah. went to a show. How did you decide that Mine was the not show wholesome. you wanted to go to? So uh, my my cousin's boyfriend was really into this. Oh, okay. So he's he got us there. And it was a cool venue. It was upstairs, downstairs. So the death metal was upstairs. And then downstairs was like a completely different vibe. It was dance floor. And I think that's how he hooked us in because my cousin, Selena, was like all about the dance dance scene. So she was like out there. So he could make her happy and go see what he wanted to see. Exactly. Yeah. And I just got to tag along. So I'm not really, I wasn't really in either of those scenes, but I like just wanted to check it out. And, you know, I was, I was underage and I'm getting into this bar. So I was like really happy to be here. Yeah, Yeah. literally just happy to be there. (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) So that's our book title. (laughs) Happy to be here. Um, So I'm just being a little wallflower, drinking my drink, happy about it. And this guy comes up and starts talking to me and we're just making jokes, small talk. And then I see my cousin's boyfriend keeps looking at me. Like, oh my God, she's talking He's to him. He's giving me this look and I'm like, what the fuck? What the, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and I'm like, he keeps giving me this look and I'm like, what is happening? He was hitting on you? So, no, well... No, Probably. he could have. Yeah, I guess but the he, cousin's was. Boy- he was. But at the time, I didn't realize that the cousin's boyfriend's impressed that this guy's talking. To yeah. Him. So finally, the guy that I was talking to, whose name is Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. He disappears <laughs> and he says, are you going up to see the bands? I'm like, yeah, I think I'll check them out at some point. He goes, all right, well, cool. I'll, I'll see you up there. And I'm like, all right, cool. He didn't tell me that he was in one of the bands, but my cousin's boyfriend shortly came over he's like i can't believe you were talking to guy and i'm like yeah his name's guy like that's pretty (laughs) cool right like how do you know him and he's like he's in internal bleeding like he's the lead guitarist and i'm like who's internal bleeding (laughs) 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 they're like the headliners that night it was so we go up there and i'm just like blown away i've never been to a death metal concert before they had this huge mosh pit people were just like dancing and hitting each other but like with permission like it was consensual hitting of each other's (laughs) bodies and they were like do it again and just like this really intense energy Energy. it was amazing i was literally blown away by it and i wanted to see more of it (laughs) (laughs) so guy and i kept in touch and he said you should just come visit visit New York. I think you would like it. And I'm like, yeah, I do too. Like I'm in. So I just decided one weekend that I was going to go to New York and I, 
wasn't living at home or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about telling anyone other than my cousin that I was going to go. Oh my God. Oh. So, so you few, ran away. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. This <laughs> is kind person. of like a runaway story, mm-hmm. but it like, it wasn't like my, in my head, I wasn't like, I'm going to run away. I was just, was going to New York. Right. You planned on being back <laughs> yeah. sometime, maybe. <laughs> Five years later. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I really didn't plan to move, but I also got there and I'm like, this is cool. I'm and I have, a, yeah. I have a place to stay. So mm-hmm. I stayed. Um, it wasn't a good first few phone calls with my parents, but like they got used to it. It's all right. We're good now. So um, how did you go from there yeah. to uh, Europe? And oh. traveling with the bands. So, yeah, uh, we just, see, I was about to skip that and just go straight to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fascinating that you traveled Europe because you have this, um, and I'm more fascinated by you than I ever have been. <laughs> so, like, I always thought you were this real quiet, kind of shy girl. And, like, the fact that I you, am at a young age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like you said, I just blew blew my perception of you. <laughs> but you sp- literally grew up wanting to travel for a living when most people are like, you travel to vacation, right? Like, that's what you do to give it away. Like, you literally wanted to live your entire life on vacation, which yeah. I think is really, really cool. So I want to... Yeah. I personally, I don't know about anybody else, but that's if you want it, you do your own podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, what did you experience, you know, while you were over there? And what was it like to tour around Europe and the cities that you saw? And then how did you get then obviously to Marion? (laughs) Because you have all these huge experiences and then you land in little old Grant County, right? Little old Grant County. It's not so little, though. Okay. Oh, stay focused. Um, Europe. So really with the bands, um, it was Japan, Canada, Mexico. I don't think we went to Europe. Oh, but the English immersion. All of of the United States. Yeah. Europe was actually while I was here. Um, I don't think we, I went to Europe with a band, but we did. So you traveled the world with them. Yeah, yeah. And I and I didn't um I didn't right away. They guy who is with internal bleeding when we met moved to suffocation while we were together. Sounds like a big step up for him. It was. I mean, internal bleeding is great too. (laughs) I'm literally gonna Google all these bands after this. Yeah. The FBI is now watching Um. our show. Suffocation has been everywhere. They've been to Europe. They've been to Indonesia. Um, they've been on the History Channel. Like, what? I know. Yeah. So, like, if you look at soundtracks, there's a couple of shows um, that they play background music in. Oh, wow. So really cool. Really cool. So, for the death metal scene, I think, unless you're into it, you don't know those things. But they're a really big band. And they make a living. They don't have to work other jobs. This is their... This is their life, you know, their um, career, and they all love it, so it works really well. And they're a great group of guys. I think for most, I don't know if this is true, you know, nothing is true for all of a group, but for these guys, um, they're they're getting into this type of music was more about the shock value. Okay. And then they realize that they enjoy this music and they can do something that allows them to travel the world. They're really good at it. And so they kept doing it and they're yeah. still in it. 
so it's just like fascinating. So when, when I was just really fascinated and new to all of this, I asked Guy if I could travel with them because I wanted to, I wanted to write a book and I even titled it. It was called the front row. Ooh, <laughs> and I wanted title. I wanted to highlight that scene and not just the musicians, but the people that follow. They have followers that followed them from city to city. They had um, just like from the lighting guys at the venues, what they thought about that scene when they had, you know, from a folk artist to a death metal artist. So it was just really cool to to have a, a another reason to be there and to like try to highlight something that was happening with that scene. So Guy was like, yeah, we would love that. And I got to tour with them. And I talked to everybody from the lighting guys to different people that went to the shows to the bands that toured with them. And um, it was a really, really good experience. Yeah. So, so how did you leave that? To get to Grant County. <laughs> yeah. So Guy and I broke up. <laughs> it's always a breakup story. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And New York is really expensive. Mm. And I did have a job there. Um, but my parents were here at the time. My dad actually worked with, um, I don't know if it was Bright, it was Bright House when he moved here, and they were just doing um, the digital rebuild. So everything was going from analog to digital, and he helped with. Um, he was over the head end operations for that. That's what he did in Tennessee. So, anyways, he came here to do that, and I visited them here on holidays. And I'm like, can I just like come back home for a little while? And and I had never been here, so it was like a new home. But. So I came and um, about two months into being here, my dad said, well, so I've got an offer to go to Al back to Alabama. Um, you're welcome to come with us if you would like to. And I'm like, well, I just got here. So I think I'm going to stay here. Can I just like rent the house from you? <laughs> And I stayed. Um, and the rest is history. And here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where We Landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30, and Friday from 9 to 5, the KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765 668 7700 or reach them via Facebook at facebook.com slash KB Computers Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. Yeah, that's what super year cool. was it that you came to, to Marion or to Grant County? I think it was 2007. So 15 years. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I'm getting some notes that there's um, a really cool birthday tradition that you have that you probably need to share with us. Uh, this is Kylie's as, responsibility. As she points at Kylie. <laughs> so we want to hear all about it. Um, I th this probably goes back to like that child that wants to like just travel and experience new things. So like at some point you realize that, okay, you can't just 
travel. Like it's finally hitting that at some point it hit that everybody's right. You have to make money to travel. <laughs> and it's hard, this yeah. adult life thing. So um, I came up with this idea to on my birthday, just reward myself with a new experience. It doesn't have to always be a new country or a new place, just a new experience. Cause that's really what it's about. And so sometimes that new experience was um, celebrating. I think it's been a while since I've looked, up what all August 9th is, but I think it's Smile Day as well, which is kind of oh, cool. My birthday is August 9th, yeah. Smile Day. So one of the things that we did to celebrate Smile Day was we went to Miller's Merry Manor and we hung out with the Alzheimer's wow. patients. patients. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. And um, we just tried to make them smile, but I think they made us smile yes. more than we made them smile. They were so funny. Um, so like that was an experience. And then... Did you, you went to Albuquerque one year too. Did you guys do the hot air balloons? Is that what you did? Oh, no, we haven't done that oh, yet. That's on the list. But that's on the list. Okay. I think I, that's got a conversation about that. It's got to yeah. happen. I did go to Albuquerque with suffocation, but <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do the hot air balloons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They have yeah. an amazing international balloon festival yeah. there. It's so cool. It's always in the fall. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think second week of October. I think first or second week of October yeah. every year. And it's on the list yeah. for sure. Um, no, you can't go. That's 18, 12 weekend. Yeah. You're not allowed. <laughs> it's a rough weekend. <laughs> Maybe you guys should take a year off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what are some so of the other things that you've done? Yeah. Some of the other things you've done on your birthday. Um, oh, skydiving. Right. Yeah. Which became kind of an addiction. How many times have you? Nine solo jumps. Really? Three tandem jumps. You've Ooh, done girl. nine solo jumps? Yes. Now, and is isn't it, that Is it fun? pulling the cord right when you come out or do you no, pull the I cord pull on it. your own? I pull it. Yeah. My grandfather was in like a paratrooper when he was in the military and I used to giggle because he said, I don't understand why people jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> what? I almost You did it out. and you hated it? Is and there I'll, a video? Uh, there is somewhere. A we got to talk to Gene. What, we got to talk to Gene. What was the. We were over in Frankfurt when I did it, but it was a tandem. And the guy thought that he was from Eastern Europe and had done like 2000 jumps, but he didn't speak real good English. But I thought like when you came out, you would just be looking down and it was pretty peaceful. And there was a cameraman right in my face. <laughs> and then I see my guy pushing him away, like get back. And he started rotating me. Well, I get motion sickness pretty easy. <laughs> oh my and gosh. so we were spinning around like a top up there and he thinks it's a big fun thing. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> and so, and then he stops the spinning and all of a sudden he yanks that shoe. Well, as a guy, there are things that like everything gets pulled up <laughs> when that happens. And so it was, uh, it was a nightmare. So, and then, you know, he's coming down and I, I'm telling him, I said, Hey, I think I'm going to get, so if we had sick. anybody that wanted to sponsor us, skydiving, no, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't want to sponsor me, but anyway, I, I, I kept just, telling him, I think, I think I'm going to do it sick. again with a no. different tan. <laughs> no, that was a hard, never, never going to happen. So I'm, I'm fascinated that you could do it on your own. So I was first one out of the plane and I thought that was a pretty good thing, but man, never again. So you've done it 13, how many, well, how many tandems? Wait, nine solo yeah. 
three tandems. So um okay. <laughs> so you've been here for fifteen years in Grant County. What's kept you here for fifteen years? Because I think the word is wanderlust whenever you just want to travel a lot. Yeah. And so mm. it seems like you have that as part of your DNA, but what's kept you here in Grant County? Okay, I knew this question was coming too, so I thought about it. <laughs> and when I really, it's hard to pinpoint one thing because I think that every so often comes another reason to stay. You know, it's not like the same thing has kept me here all 15 years. So sometimes I could easily answer that and because I f just feel in love with all of the people that I've met here. But then I also feel like, well, that I refrained from a cuss word just now. And I just want you guys to know. Very that. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. And everybody thought it was so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But then I'm like, you know, I have, I have a lot of great friends in Alabama. Like my best friend growing up and to this day, we, when we get to talk, it's just the greatest. Um and I'm not still in Alabama. So there's more to it than just the people, right? Because there's great people everywhere. And so then I was thinking, in just this one place, Marion, Indiana, how many lives, so to speak, or hats have I wore? Like, you can be anything here. Like, people, when I was a kid, my dad always said, like, you can be anything you want. And it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. But, like, in Marion, Indiana, or Grant County, you can literally be anything. I'm you said kidding. you're like the Where's Waldo of Grant County, right? right? <laughs> and, you know, in a way, it's like, that could be perceived as a bad thing. But I also, it. I think it's a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm Waldo. <laughs> well, and like you said, I think in the green room conversation, you said that you know all of the bridges that you've crossed you've never burnt them right so you can always go back and I think yeah. that's the piece like if you were where's Waldo with a bunch of burnt bridges that's absolutely a negative thing but the fact that you've built all these relationships and still maintain them is uh just awe-inspiring because I don't know that I could say the same thing about myself. I tend to burn bridges when I get upset, so <laughs> <laughs> and leave things. So I think it's really impressive. Well, and the thing to point out too, um, I mean, I love that you can be anything that you want. It's right? so true. But just that you're willing to chase that passion, whatever it is, it could change. It could be different, and that's okay. Like There's... you don't have to be. Oh, I'm this, and this is where I'm staying <laughs> in this lane forever. And you don't yeah, have to do that. Absolutely. And you're chasing a passion right now, right? With working, you work at Starbucks. Yes, but you're doing that to chase a passion. Do you want to share a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, um, Starbucks. Um, so I've worked there before. So it was an easy conversation, um, but I I um, saw they had the sign up on the barista divider between the cafe and the barista bar. They had a sign up for open interviews, and then the dates changed, but the sign was still there. And I was like, Joyce, so you guys having trouble finding people, or like, what's the you know, did no one show up? What was do you not get enough people hired? And she's like yeah, people aren't showing up and we need people. This is like peak COVID time. I'm like, man, so what are the, cause the perks were good when I worked there before. So it's like, are the benefits still the same? Like, what are the perks? I was just getting info. I honestly wasn't thinking of doing it at the time. Just kind of curious, talking to a friend. 
Maybe in the back of my head somewhere, I'm like, I mean, I could maybe, you know. So, <laughs> little side hustle. Yeah, she <laughs> mentioned some of these things. I look, I do some more investigating online. I'm like, hey, you know, like timing's kind of right. They pay for 100% tuition up front for 20 hours a week, part time. So, actually, all of their benefits, you, um, if you work 20 hours a week, that's their minimum, then you get full benefits. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. So, from, like random things like a free Spotify account to health benefits and dental to paying a hundred percent of your tuition up front. So literally I, I would pay nothing. Um, and I'm making this career another, yet another career transition. I recently became a full-time employee at KB computers. And so this opportunity for an education to help in an avenue that I've not professionally worked in before, it's just brilliant timing. And it's one that I think I can see myself in it. I've said this before, but I can see myself here long term. <laughs> well, in fairness, you've been here long term. Yeah, true. I mean, you've been here when I well, think about like how in this area you yeah. moved. You know, yeah. 15 years is a long time to be here. And another thing that keeps me here it's like the center of the country, right? So like everything, when I want to go home to visit my family in Alabama, it's a, not a bad drive. Quick, quick we can drive. fly, we can drive. Going to New York to visit friends there, easy. I mean, it's, you know, we went to California, easy. It's just a nice central location. It's and a great cost of living And since you've lived in New York. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean way better cost of living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, back to the opportunities, boundless opportunities. You just have to be willing to say yes. So we, on that, I love that <laughs> comment. You yeah. just have to say yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we like to share with our listeners what you're watching, reading, listening to podcasts. So what are you doing in those spaces? Do you have anything? Uh, still death metal. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been up to date on my death metal. That's funny. Someone asked me that yesterday actually. It was really random. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um I'm I'm sneaking in front oh, of your question sorry. here. But is that really like the genre of music that you prefer? Or what is your favorite genre of music? <laughs> it's not. Okay. <laughs> no. I, I, it's a preferred guy. Fair at the question. Time. Fair question. But it was um it was a fascination of okay. the time, and I was 100% invested in it. I did my homework, and I listened to a lot of death metal. Um, I even did reviews for a website online. I never met the people that I was working for, but I used to. they would send me CDs, specifically death metal, and it was like my immersion into like learning death metal because so I just wanted the education. Yeah. Anyways, question. Yeah. <laughs> I currently listen to hmm, um, Killers. Fiona Apple. Love Fiona Apple. Yeah. I love yeah. her too. So She's got good. a good voice. Yeah. And there's just so much behind her songs, yeah. I feel like. It's just, um, Shamika is one of my favorite songs. Just, I don't know, pumps me up. Feels so good. Um, <laughs> in, in addition to what you're the doing. The Amazing Miss Maisel. Oh, that's what you're watching? Switch to television. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is really into that. It's so good. You yeah. should get into it too. Yeah, the marvelous. Oh, the marvelous. Mrs. What did I say? Yeah. The amazing. amazing. Yeah. We knew what you were talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Reasons why Loretta shouldn't be on a podcast. <laughs> um. Well, I think we kind of glazed over too that um, sometimes we have, we call in tap and sound. 
Tapping that sound? Tapping either one. Okay. Um, but you do spend a little time DJing um, and maybe your significant other maybe had something to do with that or yes. yeah, you want to share anything about Roger? Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Roger is another reason why I stay in Grant mm-hmm. County. Yeah. Spouses See, have a There's way of so doing many that. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Roger and I, I think we have a cool story. We just like, we met and then we met again. Then we met again. We just kept bumping into each other in different places. And then um, he helped me tile. He taught us how to tile the floor in at the work United Way office. <laughs> which is now the United Way office. Um, he literally came over and at night we were learning how to do grout. And we even had a song. I don't remember it, but we were like, oh, I remember it. Grout, grout. Let it grow. Oh my God. <laughs> we sang while we worked. Scott, Kylie's like, oh, like Scott, so you can teach that to your guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Leo needs to learn that one, Scott. Well, he or, or the crew at the office. <laughs> yeah. So then um, he kind of, he, he just became a fixture at Worksided. He started cooking, making our soups. He made our chicken salad, tuna salad. Um, he made c- different cream cheeses for us. He logged books for our, our online book store. I'm going to sneak in and use Scott's thing, steal his thing, since he stole mine at the beginning of the show. Can we pull over and park on Worksighted? What is that? Would you like to <laughs> tell us what that is? Yeah. Uh-huh. Stole you. Got you back. Yeah. She got you back. <laughs> so what is Worksighted? Yeah. Uh, Works Cited was a partnership. Uh, Christina, her Christina Crump now at the time it was Carter. Um, she had a photography studio and I was doing online bookstores, one online bookstore, not plural. And, uh, we were just, we met, I think on a new year's, it was around new year's just like met I think at Starbucks I don't totally remember how we met but let's say Starbucks and we just hit it off this is another one of those moments where like an opportunity presents itself and you say yes so we got the idea on New Year's first time meeting that we should join ventures and do like some kind of cafe bookstore photography studio and we started looking for places to do that and we met regularly and we wanted it to be downtown um we just both felt passionate about it being in the downtown grid um I think we both believed that when you get to know a city you go to the downtown area to know what that city is about it's usually where you're where like the cookie cutter places are not it's where the mom and pop places are so we felt like that's where it needed to be and uh, the chamber owned this building. And I believe the chamber was actually at that time where United Way is now. But mm-hmm. they were they were moving over yeah. here. And so that was going to be available. And we loved it. So we were like, so is that going to be for rent? Like, what are you going to do with that space? And so they rented it to us. And we started moving in. And we kind of did it in phases. We just did the photography in the bookstore. Then we opened the cafe and we had this like, what is, I guess the entry to the United Way now, it was like our, it was the cafe. 
which is why that floor got tiled. It used to be carpet. And then one wall was just a giant chalkboard. And um, people like Roger would do inappropriate things on that chalkboard sometimes, <laughs> but for the most part, <laughs> um, people could write a poem or we would post like different events. Um, we hired musicians through like Reverb Nation hmm. and we could like search just the Indiana area. So we had people from different parts of Indiana come and like play there or, or do poetry readings. It was so fun. It was so fun. I loved it. I cried when we had to close. That was really hard. But it was also really, it's what pushed me into Main Street. So that was really cool. It was one of those like, you know, hidden opportunities. Um, Loretta, so as a transplant, so you've been here, like I've said a few times, 15 years. If there was one thing that you could change about Grant County, what would you change? Oh, that's a big question. Because you've talked about some really good things, opportunities. You could be anything you want to be here, central location, cost of living, anything hmm. that you'd change if you could. Loretta's mm. giving like the deep stare, trying to, so, we'll stop to try to give you time to think if, we, <laughs> if you need you. that. Scott's zinger I usually has one. Yeah. Yeah. Every um, show he has one. Mm -hmm. At least it's not what's your biggest failure. I think yeah. that's well, been my favorite that singer so far. Well, I got a lot of those. So. <laughs> we just talked about one. <laughs> um, huh? To change, I, you know, I think it it could. This is. Um, I don't know if this is a good answer or not, but the first thing to come to mind, and I can't get off of it onto something else, so I'm just going to say it, um, would be a, I'm like afraid to say it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> say it. Um, I think more just saying yes, like a, just a general like mindset, mindset shift. Um, and that's hard, you know, it's, it's easy to stick with a routine or habit or a way of life when you've you've set that in motion and it's easy, right? Um, it's it's hard to open up to whether it's a new experience or just like you know instead of getting my coffee here this morning, I'm gonna try getting it at this place on Mondays. You know, we don't have to have coffee at Starbucks seven days a week. Maybe. One day we choose Midwest and another day we choose Sender. Sender. Another day we choose Starbucks. So um, just thinking about things like that and and an entrepreneurial spirit sometimes isn't just about opening a business, but maybe um, starting a new initiative. So like um, dog park is something, okay, I have a dog now, so I'm thinking about dog parks. This has been talked about for years. Dwight uh, is making it. Happen. I know, yeah. I know. So I'm not hating on that. Um, where I was going is now I'm also feeling that need like, oh yeah, we do need a dog park. I've heard it said so many times, but I wasn't a dog owner. So I'm just like, yeah, go get that dog part, dog people. Like, I'm excited <laughs> for you. But now I'm like, hey, how do I become a part of this? Because I got now a dog. Now you're dog people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you see like those opportunities, you know, we all like, again, before I didn't have a dog. So I wasn't against a dog park, but I wasn't really like motivated to help make one happen because I wasn't 
I didn't have a dog, but now it, it impacts me, right? Because I take Chewy to work a lot, and we um, we go to in between Obie's and the Boston Hill Center quite often. There's a little grassy spot there, and I got my doggy bags. I pick up our little poopies, but um, it'd be nice to be able to just say, take her off the leash and say, be free, my little girl, for an hour, and I could just sit and enjoy my lunch. <laughs> it's hard to eat your lunch and walk your dog. Uh-huh. That is hard. I don't know how people do that. My dog's not... Not that kind of dog. <laughs> like sandwich all over my face. <laughs> well, so, I, I mean, maybe I, I can chime I in. Went over your yeah. question. No, that's good though. I mean, I think um, when we talk about Grant County and the things that are happening here, um, there was a long period of time where we were in survival mode, right? It's yeah. like when when do we sh- shift from survival? to you know actually living and thriving and so that's a really great point like Mm. just being willing to say okay this this feels a little risky but let's try it anyways and you know it's gonna be okay so yeah i love that that was well said thank you who and maybe we can wrap up with this but who are some of the people that have really impacted or influenced your life here in grant county He's the tough question. I just I just refrained from cussing again. I got a list, dude. I got a list. (laughs) I I think it's always fascinating just to hear because there's so many great people here. Absolutely. And um and and so I love hearing that from our guests who who's impacted them in a positive way. Yeah. Um, okay, so Don Brown is one of them for me. Um when I when I um found out about the opportunity. So I'm going to, I'll be quick, I promise. But this one, this one hits me deep. (laughs) I um, was on the path to sobriety and trying to, um, drinking was a part of my core, probably as much as wanderlust (laughs) is. It just, um, for whatever, it became a part of who I was. So it was really, really hard for me to, um, break away from that identity and figure out what life was without drinking and what I could and couldn't do and not drink. It took a while for me to to go to some of the same places. Um, that whole people places things in your first year of not drinking is true. I mean, it's, it's hard to do that. And so um, I would say impossible, maybe. But anyways, um, so I was early in my sobriety and um, trying to figure out what kind of work to do. This was post Main Street Marion, which I was experiencing some serious um, things that I didn't realize that I would feel after leaving a job like that, um, even though it was my decision. Um, just, there was just a lot going on emotionally, mentally, physically. <laughs> like, I, was, I was a very unhealthy individual. Um, and when I found out about the opportunity at the community foundation, um, I emailed Don, I think one sentence and I said, I don't know if I'm the right person for your, for that job, but I know that what you have there is exactly what I need. So like, I just want to put my name in that hat. And she told me to come in and interview, and I cried. <laughs> and then I said, 
okay, no pressure. Like, I'm not trying to force you to hire me. Like, this isn't a guilt trip. Hire Loretta. Like, I don't know what's happening right now. I can't control this. (laughs) But like, for some reason, she hired me. And, um, and just the, the time that I had there, I was able to, I was, um, the office coordinator, that job gave me the space to, to do professional development as well as personal development. And Dawn encouraged it 100%. I truly believe I owe my life to that woman. Like she just, um, I, yeah, I can't say enough about that woman. (laughs) She did a lot for me and I don't know that she fully even knew what she was getting into, (laughs) but, um, she did, she really did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And, and there are more. I sure. just kind of like jumped on her bandwagon, yeah. but there are there are many wonderful. Mary Eckerly is another one mm-hmm. that has mentored me throughout my time here. Um, yeah. Kylie yeah. Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be like Kylie Jackson one day. Don't we all? Like, I know. <laughs> Goals. <Yeah>. Goals. Goals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being vulnerable, though, and sharing that because I know that's personal and and um, and it's deep. And so, um, but we think highly of Dawn as well, and uh, and I'm glad that she's had an opportunity to impact your life in a positive way. Well, thank you so much, Loretta, for joining us on the podcast (laughs) today. It is St. Patrick's Day, so we appreciate the fact that you are a former uh, what what former. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day Queen, Queen of, Folk. yes. of Folkies. Oh, the current queen is Mitra. All hell oh, Queen Mitra. All hell Queen Mitra. Well, so, she's also been on the podcast. But there'll be a new one. They'll announce they'll a new one a new tonight. One. They that will. Tonight's okay. the new queen. Okay. So we are Ooh. super excited for that again. We appreciate you listening to our podcast and everything we've got going on here in Grant County, which is tons of cool and great stuff. So you can hear a new podcast every Thursday we drop wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas. 